0: Listener, production. Two cuddly boys overloading the bromance cutometer. meter yes, It's Matt and Alex, all day breakfast.
1: Well, Matt, it is a Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you. But the curly questions keep coming in. More wheels or doors, um, moving a meeting forward or back. And uh, now, if you take a slice of pizza, which end is the top? Is it the point or is it the crust? What's the top of that pizza slice?
2: That's completely ridiculous. One, the top really is dependent on the direction, I guess, the pizza is facing. But, I mean, for me, the top of the pizza is is the pointy bit, the bit you eat first. You eat it from top to bottom.
1: Nah, incorrect. What? Well, first of all, the top is the topping. So that's what I'd say is the top of the pizza. Well, that's what I mean. Like, the top is of... the topping because it's going to be sitting on a table, so it's direction mm. like it's up. But what you pick it up from the crust... Okay, and as you pick up the pizza, there's often a flop which takes place in which the point points downwards. So there is no way you're calling that point, which oh is lower God. in air and space and time, the top of the pizza.
2: I don't know what's what anymore. What I do know is that we're at the top of this show, all right? And I will fight <laughs> anyone who argues with me about that one. Uh, and we are gonna get to the bottom of a few other things on today's episode, including something that's been annoying me recently, Neighbours. I've got some issues that could very well uh, make a full storyline on Neighbours, so I'll dive into those, as well as something that's been rearing its head in the headlines a little bit recently, which is no good at all.
1: No, we hate to see it, but... It's nice to be able to talk about it with friends. And that's what we are right here, Matt and Alex, your buds, for another episode of All Day Breakfast. Let's go. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here
0: we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast.
2: Well, I got beef, Alex Dyson. Really? You get along with everyone so well, especially taxi drivers. Mate, oh, yeah, well, let's not start. (laughs) I mean, I try to make this a vegan-friendly space. I do. I know we've been talking about, you know, fairy schnitzels a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, apologies to uh, to those out there who are mindful of their animal intake. But I do have beef, all right? So, a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. some houses were built in the just across the back lane from behind our house. Okay, behind our, okay. Set of, behind our set of units. It's a small set of units, only 10 units, quite a long block. So, uh, you know, it goes down the street quite a bit. And then there's
1: a back lane behind. So a bit of development in your area.
2: Well, it's a tiny, it's a very small, two townhouses were built. Two terrace houses, you know, they got knocked down and they got built. Same builders, they built the two of them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and anyway, we've, we've watched it all happen. Now they're finished. People have moved in. Now, they have two... Garages. So each house has a two-car garage that goes out into this back lane. Now here's the kicker, right? You know where I live in Sydney, Australia, and mm-hmm. it's a pretty densely populated part of the, the mm-hmm. world. in terms of it's a it's an inner city suburb, and parking is quite limited. I mean you know what I'm yeah. talking
1: about, Daiso. Oh yeah, I do. One twenty bucks the other night. <laughs> Did you? I told you about it. $120 did- overnight in a car park.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. No,
1: sorry. I thought you got fine. Unbelievable. Mind. Anyways, anyways, so look, so look. The car got better room service than I did in buddy hotel room. <laughs> Unbelievable. So
2: the ca- so ca- parking is pretty rare, okay? Around these parts, especially all-day parking. Now, most of the whole area is 2-hour parking. The main street which I'm on is paid parking, but this back alleyway behind our block of units has three unrestricted car parks, okay? Just three spaces. Jeez, in the city. So three unrestricted spots, okay? Now, if friends are ever coming over, they say, you know, is there anywhere to park? I'll say, look, I'll keep a lookout all afternoon. These are hot property, these parks. But if I see one, I'll nab it with my car and you can go park where I park underneath the building, okay? Yeah. So the houses go up. Okay, I'm watching people go in and out of their car parks into their new garages, right? These people have just bought the house. They're going in and out of the park, car parks. It's, it's looking a little bit complicated for them, a bit difficult, right? So suddenly an application notice comes in, right, from the council. Oh, the people in the house have applied to remove two of the all-day car parks on the back lane. So leave a single so so there's a single car park there so that they can get in and out of their two car garages a little bit easier. Oh my god. Right?
1: Oh. So my the the, the
2: unit block bandies together. We've got a neighbor who's absolutely annoyed by this, like out enraged, sends the petitions around you to the need a group leader
1: like that, don't you? Oh,
2: I mean, and we're all signing it. We're like, no. We're not having people who just got two their own two-car garage and now they're finding it a little bit difficult to get in and out, so they're gonna take away our communal, the the world's communal car spaces. <laughs> it got lodged, rejected, mm. now that now the no parking signs are up on the street, and we've got one space. So, left. wait,
1: you lodged an appeal to their application. Yeah. You got rejected. Yep, yeah, uh, our group, the whole and neighbourhood And the car parks got, have been removed. Yeah, Because <laughs> it's slightly inconvenient. Well, they got to do a five-point turn. Yeah, pretty much to get in and out.
2: It's a bit annoying for them to get in and out of their, of their car parks. <laughs> And I tell you what.
1: Why would you live in Sydney?
2: <laughs> I saw a car park. I saw a car park there who obviously didn't know what's going on. And they've, you know, mm-hmm. immediately got a parking fine. So now the council is getting more money and it's less convenient for everyone. It was just so annoying.
1: It was so right. annoying. Well, so we asked you, when have you been like Matt O'Kine? When have you been like Channel 10 and have wanted to cancel your neighbours? Um, and we've got a few texts <laughs> coming in. First of all, from Helen. Helen's neighbor turns his motorbike on and revs for a solid five minutes every morning. Oh, yeah.
2: If that's a pre seven rev as well. If he's pre revving, <laughs> that ain't good.
1: You don't want a pre sev rev. <laughs>
2: yeah. Ashley. Ashley says, neighbor's learning to play the trumpets. So that's a bit annoying. Oh, yeah. But I feel like that'll oh. be a kid. So I do feel a bit bad. Uh, Athena said they barged into a first birthday party we were having at 7 p.m. on a Saturday night to tell us we've had enough. Turn the music off now.
1: <gasps> oh, Come rude. On. 7 p.m. turned the music <laughs> off for the first party. birthday party. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally taking candy from a baby. <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, Anne said they built a hideous mailbox. It's not even straight. The render is shit. It's so ugly. <laughs> Uh, wow, this just in, <laughs> hey? Uh, return to sender. Not the most divisive one, but uh, yeah, got to keep the neighborhood aesthetic there. Liz says they let their dog roam free in the communal garage, then it tries to attack me and my toddler. Oh, goodness me, Liz. Nah, not into that.
2: Tie up your dog.
1: Irresponsible dog owners.
2: Oh, I hate d- it. <laughs> Don't
1: get me started. That gives me the squirmies, I tell you what. <laughs>
2: um, Louis also got in touch with us. Louis, your
0: neighbour tries to take the law into their own hands. Yeah, he does, fellas. Uh, We've got like a little footpath out the front of our apartment block um, mm-hmm. down onto the road. Got some white lines, so you know you can't park in front of it. Yeah. But um, he surrounds it with cones. He blocks off probably a, another two spots, a spot either side, because he doesn't want anyone going near it. And um, if you park a bit too close to the white lines, he, um, he gives you his own find. So it's you. You come back to your car, and you've got a piece of uh, scrap paper with uh, three hundred dollars and the name of the council written on it.
2: What? You're like he's just he's playing with you, but he just says this is how much it'll cost you if you actually get caught.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I've never paid it, and it's never um, come back to bite me. <laughs> no,
2: because it's just a do. He actually tries to legitimately give you a fine on behalf of the council.
0: I think so. Yeah, but it's just handwritten. <laughs> oh my god. But um, the kicker, so there's, there's the white line, so you know you can't park over it. Um, But then one day I was walking out and he was out there with masking tape and a bucket of paint, so he's actually put the lines on. What? Oh,
2: wait, surely he's not. Maybe he's just solidifying so, them.
1: So this is a guy who doesn't work for the council, but he's drawing <laughs> his own lines and dishing out <laughs> his own fines. Man, this he guy is.
2: needs to work for the council. There is literally a job where he can <laughs> live out his dreams and get his fines paid.
0: I know, I know, and I've got an eight-month-old. So when I've got her in the pram, I like the footpath as much as anyone. But oh my gosh! I just park. I park elsewhere.
2: Well, look. Good luck to you, Louis. Thank you for you know tolerating (laughs) this particular person, and thank (laughs) you very much for getting in touch with All Day Breakfast. You can park here whenever you like. So thank you, (laughs)
1: fellas. Except in the two parks that have been taken away. (laughs) Yeah, well, don't even
2: remind me. All right, thanks very much, Louis. We will catch you next time. All right, see ya. I don't know
0: what to think
2: of that. Fit check. Bro, how about this monkey pox?
1: Uh, <laughs> You've been reading about I, this stuff, man? I saw one article and said I saw there was going to be a press conference about it and I just closed the tab and just started walking directly into the ocean because (laughs) Well, (laughs) that is the last (laughs) thing that I want to be reading about after two and a half years of crap. I know. Well, I mean, more than
2: I, like who, uh, the headline from ABC.net.au says who, World Health Organization, holds emergency meeting on monkeypox spread as uh, Europe cases rises. Now more than 100 cases. Have been confirmed in Europe. There was two in Australia when I was so, reading it
1: recently. So wait, so wait, wait, wait. we got chicken pox.
2: Yeah.
1: How is monkey pox different?
2: I actually don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I mean, when I first heard of chicken pox, I, I thought it was something that you ate. I mean, I remember when I was like six years old, I remember someone was like, oh. Like he's a cereal. Got- yeah. No, I thought it was more like popcorn chicken. They were like, oh, he's got chicken pox. He'll be <laughs> home later. And I was like, oh, that sounds yum. <laughs> But it's not yum. <laughs> it's itchy. We talked to Renan, you know, Sydney artist, uh, yeah. rapper who's got chicken pox, but who knows? Mm. From what I read, okay, there is two different strains of monkey pox, or two main strains found in different parts of Africa. One has a 1% death rate um, and the oh. other has a 10% death rate, right? But oh. th- it doesn't spread that easily, but it does spread close contact. And this is the thing that Who are saying all these early cases are unusual for different reasons, okay? I'm quoting directly from the ABC website. I mean,
1: that's a reputable website. What's going on?
2: All of the cases have no relevant travel history to areas where monkeypox is endemic. Because this is a thing that has exists in um, countries in Africa and has existed for quite a little while. But mm. we're talking about, um, okay, so for instance, since 1970, monkeypox has been reported in 11 countries. Um so far this year in Nigeria there have been 46 suspected cases okay of which 15 have been confirmed right so it's around yeah it's around but it's not a huge spreading thing the fact that it's spreading outside of these countries is that that's why people it's on people's you know radars now the other thing people are mm-hmm. finding as quoted abc website directly the wide geographic spread across europe and beyond suggests that transmission may have been going on for some time so it's, it's creeping up on us now in britain 20 cases have now been confirmed. Portugal detected nine more cases on Friday, taking its total to 23. As I mentioned, there was one in New South Wales and one in Victoria. Uh, people aren't worried yet. Well, this is...
1: remember the old the chicken pox parties back in the day because it's this thing that you get and you don't get further on. Are there going to be monkey pox parties?
2: <laughs> Should we? <laughs> is that going to be our next event after the fairy schnitz? Like... <laughs> Get the monkeypox parties going on. Get little cups of, uh, you know, popcorn chicken to enjoy with it. (laughs) Look, who knows? But anyways, I mean, people are saying it's nothing to be worried about. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But for now... Health authorities. A 10% death
1: rates should be something that you worry about. Well,
2: that's only on a certain strand of it that hasn't really left Africa much, you know. Mm. So I'm not, a, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm just passing on the info that I have read from various sources because I have been intrigued by it all. So I don't know, man. But I tell you what, if monkey pox comes next, then let's just get the bloody... Japanese killer hornets around and let them finish the job, all right? Okay, because I can't do it all over again.
1: Let them fires su- my floods soul. pestilence <laughs> monkeypox <laughs> bloody dabbing. I mean you've just been <laughs> assaulted for so many years. When will it end? Uh this is Matt
2: least all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, I'm going to ask our producer, Bron, to jump on uh, this segment for a second because I've had a case of the bronze actually recently, getting in touch with my TikTok <laughs> side, um, been finding myself on that particular app a fair bit, at I Madeline, got a sec.
1: by the way. How do you feel about this news saying, Bron, a case of the bronze? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know if I like it or not. Is it a compliment just, or is just it? Just spent the
1: lazy four hours on uh, on TikTok
2: on the on the weekend. You know what? If it's accurate, I'll have to accept it. So I guess it's all right. <laughs> so, look, yeah. I saw an article pop up that people are being having their minds blown. Um, and I know we usually do that on Thursday. And th- th- this is not a replacement for that segment. We'll still be here on Thursday with that. But a little TikTok trend has been uh, surprising people yet again. Bron, have you... Uh, have you heard of the hanger reflex yeah it's it was a went around a few years ago, I think where people would put a coat hanger on their head and people would either have their heads automatically turn or I guess some people were taking the piss and faking it, and some people it just didn't work for so I don't know where you fall into this camp oh uh, well, that's why I don't have a head I don't have a um coat hanger here. I want to try it okay so. Um, what you do is you put a coat hanger over your head and apparently there's some sensation that makes you just immediately feel like you
1: need to turn your head. Turn your head. Like, what do you mean turn your head? Like, look to your right or left? I
2: don't know. Well, let's see. Let's see if it works. You don't know what we're talking about, right? You don't understand this. You've not seen no, videos of it.
1: No idea. So,
2: have you got a coat hanger? You're still in your in your dad's place uh, right now.
1: Yeah, still in Warnable in the childhood bedroom. I could raid the cupboard and find, yeah. what, just like a metal one?
2: Yeah, just like a wire matter?
1: coat hanger. All right, well, hold on. All
2: right, Dice has just gotten up. He's gone to the uh...
1: gone to the walk-in. No, well, I shouldn't say walk-in. <laughs> the built-in. I should say. <laughs> I don't have a walk-in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, right next to the jacuzzi. Um, yeah. <laughs> in his in his uh, in his bedroom. Okay, so he's got the wire coat hanger. Um, okay, so this Can is the he, thing
1: does it work on yourself or does someone have to do it to you?
2: No, you do it. You do it to yourself. Okay, so here you go. You open it up and place like it way? around your head. No, the other way, so that the long
1: side. So you want on- the hook at the back?
2: No, you put the hook on one side.
1: So the hook oh. should be
2: over one ear, and then you place it. Yeah, you open it up and place it on your head like that, and then you let go and let's see what happens. Okay, here we go.
1: All right, I'm hovering it above my head like in like a wardrobe <laughs> angel. Yeah, it's um, like a little like coat hanger halo. halo. And I'm going to bring it down and put it onto my head. Yeah, I, I feel a little bit of a need to turn to the right <laughs> towards the, the curly hook.
2: <laughs> but you didn't like get drawn to it like it was <laughs> like it was hang like on. a magnet. Did it feel like you needed to turn your head?
1: Yeah, it feels a little bit, feels a little bit like I need to turn it when I go like that. Like it feels comfortable when I turn my head to the right. But I, it doesn't like force my head that direction. Do you know what I mean? What if, it, what
2: if you do it the other way? What if what yeah, if okay. you do that, it the other way? So
1: the hook was on the right on that side and I felt comfortable yeah. turning to the right. Let's try the hook on the left, coat hanger going on. It makes me want to turn to the right again. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird.
2: <laughs> I thought you were going to be ca- – I thought you'd be following the hook like your eye line could the see left. the hook or-, or something like that. Um, it's funny because yeah, the, the scientists so – I'm reading an article now from iflscience.com. <laughs> scientists have found mm, – uh, Tell me more. Scientists have found people who have uh, cervical dystonia, okay, um, which is when patients have an involuntary neck contraction that can cause the head to twist mm. to one side, right? There's a wide range of of, of treatments, including like um, spinal cord stimulation, mm. etc. but one paper described a woman who had her head turned to the right for five years. Okay, now when <laughs> After she... After
1: trying this?
2: No, 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 no. That's just a condition that she had. Oh. But when oh. she put a device on that mimicked this feeling you're having, mm. she could turn her head to the left much easier. So... Three months later, her head movement problems had almost completely resolved, um, even without wearing the device, and saw no, no reoccurrence for nine months. So um, it could be beneficial, but it's interesting that you felt that want to move. I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you for being our little guinea pig for today. That's
1: all right, man. My pleasure.
2: <laughs> Try it at home. Let us know what you think, at matt.n.alex on Instagram. Oh. Hey, that's the end of another episode of Matt and Alex. We will see you again tomorrow. And don't forget, you can keep in touch with us at matt.and.alex on Insta. All right, bye-bye.
0: That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.